Welcome to Joaquin's podcast. Today I will be talking about the Microsoft Xbox and how the Xbox got very successful and also the challenges that they had to face. This is the rise and fall and rise of the Xbox. Back in 1998, Microsoft had plans to make a gaming console with computer parts made for gamers which begins the journey of the Xbox. According to the media source Digital Trends, they have the most important events that happened to the Xbox throughout time. Also, there was a rival console manufacturer called Sony who already made a console called the PlayStation. And by 1998, they have already sold a total of 50 million consoles. They also released the DualShock controller. Then in the year 2000, they announced the Xbox at the Gamers Developers Conference showing the new and improved specs of the Xbox. But the audience and media didn't like the Xbox because they thought it was not a console since Microsoft used computer parts. The media source IGN reviewed the Xbox and said that the launch of the Xbox was very exciting for the consumers and was a step in technological innovation. But the PlayStation is already one step ahead of the Xbox. They launched the PlayStation 2, selling it at 299 US dollars, which heated the competition between Xbox and Sony's PlayStation. A year later, the Xbox was released, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson helping Bill Gates launch the Xbox for the people to buy at the Consumers Electronics Show in 2001. Later that year, on November 14, at the Times Square's Toys R Us, they started selling the Xbox to consumers for $299 US dollars, together with one of the most famous games for Xbox called Halo selling more than 1 million copies, which was a big milestone back at that time. The media source Rooster Teeth reviewed the Xbox and there were lots of cons, such as the controller was big, that you need a cable to connect the controller to the Xbox and it could be easily detached, which could make the controller lose connection to the Xbox. Rooster Teeth were also complaining that it looked ugly, bulky, and sounded loud. When the Xbox was released in Japan on February 22, 2002, Japanese weren't buying a lot of Xboxes. Microsoft had a hard time getting through the overseas marketplace, so they decided to cut the price from $299 to $199. Although Microsoft was making no profit, they were able to outsell the Nintendo GameCube. They started to develop an online gaming network for the new Xbox Live and also made it possible to download games online using a subscriber pass, which saw a big jump for their online gaming network. Then in 2003, Microsoft came up with Xenon, X-E-N-O-N, and called it the new Xbox. They lost money for each Xbox sold anyway. The Xbox was at its biggest selling point, but their decision to cut the price led to a big downfall in profit, but the gaming audience was happy that the price for the Xbox was cut. PlayStation was selling an adapter for online gaming due to Xbox winning the race of online networking technology, so they were able to let the PlayStation 2 go online. On November 2004, Microsoft launched another new Xbox called Xbox Live Arcade. 
They also launched Halo 2 and was so successful when it made 125 million US dollars. That was a lot of money back then since gaming wasn't as popular as it is today. On May 12, 2005, Microsoft showed off the Xbox 360 and planned to release it in November, one year before the PlayStation 3 and the Nintendo Wii, which was very exciting to the audience. This made the Xbox 360 get into a dominating position to crush the competition in the console market. They also stopped making the original Xbox, which is estimated to be in 50 million people's homes. Once they released the Xbox 360, customers started seeing issues with the power button, giving it a red light instead of a green one, meaning that there are issues within the, the Xbox 360, which Microsoft had to fix ASAP. Meanwhile, the PlayStation has been upping its game. They launched their own online store where you can buy games and other PlayStation products and has released their PlayStation 3 to Japan and America, then across Europe. Then in 2010, they released it to the whole world. PlayStation also improved the DualShock controller to make it wireless. After a boring five years, they stopped the production of, of the Xbox Live in 2010. An estimate of 39 million Xbox 360s was sold to households. As well as this, Microsoft designed an add-on called the Kinect, a camera where users can use their bodies to interact with the Xbox 360 in the digital world. They also announced another console, a refresh of the Xbox 360, called the Xbox 360 S, with more USB ports, better components, smaller size console case, and built-in Wi-Fi connection. One year later, in 2011, Xbox placed second on the leaderboard for the most consoles sold, right behind Nintendo and the Nintendo Wii. Don't leave now, we will be right back after these messages. I am brought to you by our sponsor, the PlayStation. Take a look at the PlayStation 4, with its slim design, high-performing components, wireless controller, and it includes its main game franchise, Call of Duty, a popular first-person shooter with already its 14th sequel called Call of Duty Ghost. We are back to Joaquin's podcast. Now, the biggest downfall of the Xbox was in 2013. They revealed the Xbox One with a better connect, but during a tech showcase, they showed the Xbox One and priced it at 500 US dollars with a free connect. However, you can only play games if there's an internet connection, which sounds pretty good, right? Then after their presentation, PlayStation showcased their new PlayStation 4 and it was selling for 400 US dollars. Did not need an internet connection to play games stream, record, and edit videos, and also improved their DualShock controllers to make it look and perform better. That was bad for Microsoft since PlayStation was putting a very marketable console on show, thus paving the way downhill for Microsoft in technological innovation and in the market. But Microsoft rose back up by allowing Xbox Ones and PCs to play together and have the same progress if you have if you switch platforms. They also made a Game Pass which allows people to have access to old and present games for free. Then they refreshed the Xbox One and made the Xbox One S. 
making its size smaller and giving it more features such as HDR or known as high definite resolution and a 4K Blu-ray player. Back in 2016, the PlayStation 4 got a refresh and a new PlayStation was called the PlayStation 4 Pro, also including virtual reality games, which you can play with the PlayStation virtual reality headset. Even today, Microsoft doesn't have a dedicated VR headset for the Xbox, but they do have VR games. But you would have to buy the VR headset from third-party manufacturers. This year, Microsoft is planning to release a refresh of the Xbox One S, making it all digital, meaning that there isn't a need for discs anymore. Since the Xbox One S Digital Edition doesn't include a disc reader and all games can be bought online or for free with the Game Pass and this version of the Xbox One S will be cheaper than the original Xbox One S. So let's play Would You Rather. Would you rather buy a PlayStation or a Nintendo or buy an Xbox where you can play cross platforms to the PC? Looks great and you won't need to go outside your house to buy old CDs. You decide. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Goodbye.